Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who was, the one who is, and the one who ever shall be. Here is what I want to share with you today. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I said obedience is better than sacrifice. I'll be talking with you from 1 Samuel chapter 15, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Now we know what obedience to God is, is doing what he says, and equally important, avoiding what he says not to do. But what do we mean by sacrifice? That refers to the kinds of offerings we give to God. In the Old Testament, the sacrifices were things like animals or meal offerings or money. For us, our money and our worship and our praises would be our sacrifices. It's a good thing that we come to church regularly and that we place some money in the collection plate. But I believe that many churchgoers today place way more value on these activities than God does. God is not impressed with our religious activity. What he wants is our heart, our obedience to him. God has a purpose for each of our lives. That purpose differs for each of us. But one thing is the same for all of us, and that is that God wants our obedience. Saul was the first king of Israel. Actually, God was, but the people wanted a king like the other nations. It's a bad thing when the people of God want to follow the world. But anyway, since they asked for a king, God gave them Saul to be their king. But again, it does not matter what capacity we serve God in. He wants our obedience. The first test that God gave Saul was to destroy the Amalekites. In 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 2, God reveals why he wanted Saul and the army of Israel to destroy the Amalekites. God says in verse 2, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way which he came up from Egypt. So God did not appreciate what the Amalekites did to his people in the past. Now it was time for them to pay for that. God told Saul to utterly destroy all life in Amalek. That included men, women, children, and animals. But you know, Saul chose to not fully obey what God had told him to do. Saul decided to spare the life of the king of Amalek 
and to save the best of the animals so he could offer sacrifices to God. If you want to read that later, you will find that in verses 8 and 9 of 1 Samuel chapter 15. So Saul saved the best of the animals to offer them to God. Of course, he meant well, but God told him to utterly destroy all life in Amalek. So do you see the problem? While Saul thinks he has done a great thing, God is extremely displeased with him. Here's what God said about that in verse 11. He said, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he is turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, that would be Samuel the prophet, and he cried unto the Lord all night. So what's wrong here? How do the two of them look at the same thing and get different pictures? Saul thinks he's done a great thing. God says he has done a terrible thing. God says it repents me that I even made Saul king. So since Saul did not seem to understand the greatness of of the era of his way. Samuel the prophet explained it to him. In verse 22, Samuel the prophet gave this powerful rebuke to Saul. He said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. So in the eyes of Saul, offering the good animals as sacrifices was better than obeying God to kill them. But in the eyes of God, obedience is far better than the sacrifice of animals. And that was the disconnect. Okay, so we have beat up on Saul pretty good, right? Let's talk about us today because you see preaching and teaching are more than merely looking at a biblical account about God's dealing with somebody who lived thousands of years ago. The question is, what is God saying to us through this biblical account? You see, there are many people who attend church and their relationship with God can be summed up in two phrases. One, they come to church regularly, or at least sometimes. And two, they put some money in church, be it a little or a lot. If that's all there is to your relationship with God, let me tell you why that's a problem. It means God does not have your heart. And that's what God wants more than your coming to church and putting some money in the offering plate. You see, if God has your heart, he has your wallet and he has your worship. But God does not want us to simply come to church, 
put a little money in the collection plate while disobeying his instructions for our life. More than anything, God wants our obedience to him. So what happened to Saul because of his disobedience? God rejected him as the king. And if you are familiar with the story, you know that God anointed young David as the new king. And King David was a blessed man because he had a heart after God's heart. The point I'm making is that if you want to experience God's best in your life, you must be willing to obey him. Our coming to church and giving money can never compensate for a life of disobedience to God. The previous church that I pastored was one that I started, and I was working a full-time job at the same time. But after four years of doing both of them, it was no longer working out for me. I was traveling out of town because of work too much during the week. So it became increasingly difficult for me to be in town on Wednesday nights so I could minister in our midweek service. To make a long story short, I knew I had to give up the job or the ministry. Well, I wanted to obey God and do what he had called me to do. Just one problem. The church was too small to support me financially. So what did I do? I prayed with fear and trembling trying to get a sense of peace about what I was about to do. So I made the move to give up my job and to devote my time to the ministry. It was not easy. Financially, it was really tough at times. But here's the point. If I had chosen to stay on the job and give up the ministry instead, I would have been just as saved as I was before I made that decision. And God would have loved me just as much as he did before. But if you want to be a person that God can count on, and if you want God to bless your life to the max, you must be willing to obey the voice of the Lord even when it's not convenient to do so. This is such a relevant message. Even as I speak to you, there are people in churches throughout the breadth of this land who come to church every Sunday and they are willing to give God everything except their obedience to him. They will worship. They will attend church, contribute money and serve in the church, but they have chosen to not live in obedience to him. And God is saying, no deal. More than anything, God wants our obedience. He's looking for people he can count on to carry out his instructions, not those who will walk in the spirit of Saul thinking they can give him some stuff to compensate for their lack of obedience. Friend, I hope you can receive what I'm saying to you today. Obedience to God is better than sacrifice. Praise God. 
I want to thank you for listening to this message. I hope you were blessed by it. As we talked on the subject, obedience is better than sacrifice. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.